Hi there, it's John Smith, and this is another episode of Harry's Last Stand, the audio version. A conversation between you and me that doesn't last longer than eight minutes, and it's a chance for me to converse with you, let you know a little bit more about me, and perhaps start some real discussions between us. So thank you for joining again, and uh, I want to talk about Mental Health Day, which I think happened on Sunday or Monday of this week. It seems to always happen every week that there is a Mental Health Day where rich people tweet out or TikTok or do Facebook posts about the importance of mental health, knowing full well that they're the only ones that can afford the therapy uh, that is required for good mental health for people that have uh, lived through large amounts of stress over these past couple of years and even before then, years of austerity, years of being ground down by capitalism. But people like us don't get it. And this is this is the sheer frightening fact that mental health is probably at the tipping point for so many people because of the pandemic, because of the war in Ukraine, because of the cost of living crisis. There are so many becauses and there is nothing being done about it except we get the pap of, you know, we hear you, we feel you. And none of that is true for anyone that does not have <clears throat> the wherewithal or the insurance from their work to get the help that they are required. For me, for instance, I know that I probably would do quite well with a bit of uh, mental health counseling because I've been through the ringer, as have many of you. I went through cancer during COVID. I had to have a massive operation to remove a cancerous tumor in my uh, intestines. And I had to do that all alone because there was a pandemic and lockdown on. And I had to survive without much outside help because there was the fear of impending death on everybody's breath from this thing, COVID. And yet I did survive, but I know that it has played havoc with my emotions. And it, there's always a sense of isolation that we get from this. And then there's dealing with grief and stress and all of these things. And there is no end in sight, politically or socially or economically. Because if you look at the way our politics is, and this is why I want to talk a little bit about the Ukraine war, not its justification, sure it's just, it is just and right, and we have to defend Ukraine, and I can put that in as many air quotes as possible, people should not be invaded by giant foreign armies. It's not done, it's not proper. But one thing about this war that nobody wants to talk about, even though we equate it to a, a war of World War II proportions, where good versus evil, but at least in the Second World War, there was this condition that was given to the soldiers, to the people on the home front. If we win against this evil, there will be something better in return afterwards. There will be a welfare state. There will be public health care. There will be a job that pays you a decent salary and nobody will be left behind. This war, there's sweet bugger all from anybody. It's just sort of like, you know what? If we win this war, you're still going to be able to get that Grand Slam breakfast at Denny's. And that's basically all we're going to get out of this. And that doesn't mean that I'm saying that we should surrender in this war. But what I'm saying is that we better start making demands on our political leaders for our support for this war. And this is going to be a major problem because we have in this war in Ukraine a monolithic mentality with the press, the politicians, and public media about how this war is progressing. There is no discussions. There are no discussions about the billions 
we are pouring in in arms into a country that before the war was known as the second most corrupt nation in Europe after Russia. That's still going on. So we are going to find after this war, and I do hope we win, but what we are going to find after this war is that billions were lost. New oligarchs were made. People got screwed out of their livelihoods by capitalism. And this is an issue. So, like I said, with the Ukraine war, we have to start asking more questions about it. Because otherwise, we're going to open up an entirely different can of worms and problems after it, which means nothing will be solved. And we may have more nations like Hungary and, na and less nations like France or Germany. Certainly not, not uh, Britain, because Britain is in, in its downward spiral right now, and nobody knows where it's going to hit rock bottom. And although it's frightening, this is what happens when you have a news media that is in lockstep with the establishment. And that establishment can be Labour or Tory or whatever. But if it is not questioning power, but accepting power, this is what happens. This is how you get Liz Truss. This is how you get Liz Truss and not Jer Jeremy Corbyn. This is how you are going to get blindsided by a Starmer government that is going to do things where you're going, whoa, that's not labor, that's more Tory. Or it's more like the Democratic Party in the United States, which is not centrist, which is not left-wing. It is center-right. It is so center-right that it is the Tory party in Britain under Johnson or Cameron. Certainly not Liz Truss, but that would be, Liz Truss would be like the governor of Texas, which is the sheer insanity of that. Now, with what time I have left, I want to talk about just the sheer stresses of trying to get my book published, because it's been insane. Now, that book was more or less finished November last year, and then I did do some major work on it to add things that I thought were important to add. But it was, you know, in November of last year, a saleable quantity, except nobody has yet picked it up. And I find this absolutely frustrating, because it is such a good book, and it is a book that does deserve to be read by people. And, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in a situation, and I know this, I don't tick a lot of boxes, not because I'm not a good writer, not because I don't have interesting things to say, and not because I don't have a limited but acceptable following that would buy the book. It's because the boxes I don't tick is, I don't belong to that establishment where you get your books published. And that's an issue. And that's an issue for all of us. Because you know what? My book may never get published in the way that I want it to. But there are thousands of other books that are like that, that are not getting published. So that we're giving the publishing industry to the entitled, to those that are not newsmakers, but then the news has made them makers of content. And this is, this is something that I think will be a great tragedy for democracy, for literature, for book publishing, and for actual politics because there's so many things that need to be discussed that are no longer being discussed that we don't and and this is also connected to the way that the ukraine war is being fashioned which means that there are no arguments we are not allowed to debate the conduct of the war and i would say probably the second world war had more debate about it than this war and that is an issue well until next week i'm john smith and thank you for listening. And remember, subscribe to my Substack because it does keep me going.
And that's what I want to do. I want to survive at least until I'm 60. I'm going to be 59 this month. I'd like to see at least 60. So cheers, everyone, and thanks again.